0: Psalm 48. Great is the Lord, and greatly is to be praised in the city of our God. Her holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great queen with her citadels, God has made herself known as a fortress. For behold, the kings assembled. They came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were astounded. They were in panic, and they took flight. Trembling took hold of them there, anguish as of a woman in labor. By the east wind you shattered the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God will establish forever. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. As your name, O God, so your praise reaches the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with with righteousness, let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion. Go around her and number her towers. Consider well her ramparts. Go through her citadels, that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. She will guide us forever. Ezekiel chapter, four, chapter 11, verses 14 through 25. And the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, your brothers, even your brothers and your kinsmen, the whole house of Israel, all of them, are those of whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, Go far from the Lord. To us this land is given for a possession. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, Though I remove them far off among the nations, and though I scattered them among the countries, yet I have been a sanctuary to them for a while, in the countries where they have gone. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from the peoples and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And when they come home, they will remove from it all the detestable things and all its abominations. And I will give them one heart, and a new spirit I will put in them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes and keep my rules and obey them. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. But as for those whose heart goes after their detestable things and their abominations, I'll bring their deeds upon their own heads, declares the Lord God. Then the cherubim lifted up their wings with the wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel was over them. And the glory of the God of the Lord went up against the midst of the city and stood on the mountain that is on the east side of the city. And the Spirit lifted me up and brought me in the vision by the Spirit of God into Chaldea, to the exiles. Then the vision that I had seen went up from me. As I told the exiles all the things that the Lord had shown me. First Corinthians chapter two verses twelve through sixteen. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is God is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God, and we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Good morning and welcome to the first Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Frederick Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm forty-eight, Ezekiel eleven, and 1 Corinthians two. And the um, the the readings are um, the, the the reading from Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel is born in exile, and he will and he is prophesying, and will in fact see. Uh, the return of the exiles to their their land, um, and it's in this place uh, where we get an even more clear, you know, reference to the 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 hearts of flesh rather than stone. I think we had it last week when I was driving, um, and um, it's this really wonderful image uh, because it speaks to. Uh, kind of the human condition. Um, one of the things that, you know, the more I read the Bible and, and think about what it means to be a Christian and a soldier, and especially just a Christian, um, one of the things that scares me is, is ha- you know, having my heart hardened. Um, Pharaoh is said to have uh, had his heart hardened by God. And that was a pretty pivotal moment. I mean, I, I understand, you know, God might have some ideas, and also, of all the times um in Exodus that says that god's that Pharaoh's heart was hardened, about half were by Pharaoh, and half were by God, and so God doesn't take away even Pharaoh's agency entirely um so that he doesn't escape responsibility, but also that so that god um is is in control of the show and I say it scares me because. It's saying someone has a hardened heart is a way of describing a state of being um, that isn't always, or I think, is rarely intended. Like nobody just nobody wants a heart of stone. You know, when you think of Scrooge or the Grinch, um, you don't want to be that person. But there are a lot of people who become that person um, to varying degrees, myself included. Um, that's one of the things that that. Was so devastating when I was in in Iraq. And I mentioned this in my um, testimony at the uh, the Winter Soldier hearings in two thousand eight. Um, when I watched American soldier die, you know, it really tore me up inside. But I'm a really you know curious, thoughtful, maybe even um, kind of mind racing kind of person. And the more I thought, I realized this isn't the first body I'd seen. I'd seen other bodies, and I just kind of passed them along. And I realized that my heart had become hardened. And then here I was thinking I was a pretty good person because, you know, I was selective in, you know, when and if I ever fired my weapon. And so we can even think that we're, you know, soft-hearted, good people, even as our our heart is beginning to become hardened. Um, And I think it's easier to harden your heart than to let it remain soft. There's a song that I really love from the Oh Hellos. I think it's "Hello, My Old Heart." Hello, hello, my, hello, my old heart is. That's the first line, but I don't know if that's the. I don't know if that's the actual title of the song, but the line there's a line in it that um, essentially says like, "Here I am building my this little wall up to protect my heart." This brick wall. Um that both protects, but also isolates. Um, so having a hardened heart is this state of being, not just a state of mind, it's, it's, it becomes who you are. Um, it begins with how you see the world, and slowly but surely, it becomes how the world sees you. Um, and so this, this promise of hearts of flesh is scary, but it's good. Um, it isn't safe, but it is good. You will be hurt if you have a heart of flesh. You will die. Um, you'll you'll die if you have a heart, hard heart, too. You just don't think you will. Um, it's a uh, daunting proposition to be offered a heart of flesh. And I think a lot of people might not take that offer. Um, it's an offer of vulnerability. It's an offer of pain and anguish. But it's also an offer of joy and fulfillment, um, and the for people who want to be good people, to be people of goodwill, um, it's easy, easier than you think, to have your heart hardened. Sometimes slowly, sometimes quickly, sometimes by pain, sometimes by satiation. You know, having everything you want and and then some. Um, it happens in so many different ways. And I say it's the scariest, one of the scariest things for me because you don't see it happening. You won't see it. You'll go along thinking that you're this great person, and then you'll do something really fucked up because there's a there's a part of your heart that has been hardened, um, and it's not permanent. I don't think, um, but it is it is subtle. It's insidious. Um, it's v- very often um, unnoticed, um, and so uh, I mean that's just me. I'm I'm I know what it has been like to discover that my heart was hardened. I think in my testimony, I, I said it felt like I woke up and found a KKK membership card in my wallet, and I noticed my signature on it. Uh, you know, never remembering you know, when I signed it, when my heart began to harden, but being unable to deny it. Um, And moments like those are gifts from God. They're an opportunity, an offer to soften your heart. God will do it for you. (laughs) Um, All you have to do is succumb, right? Allow yourself to feel. um, Allow your heart to be soft, because it is. God has given us hearts of flesh. Um, we can deny it and harden them ourselves. Um, I don't know if we are in an age that God hardens our hearts as as Pharaoh um, had his heart hardened. I I just don't know. Um, but it's it's a daunting a daunting endeavor uh, to seek a heart of flesh and to accept a heart of flesh that God has given us um, because of the both the pain that it entails, but also the promise. Um, and so it's a, it's a promise of, of uh, a full life, uh, but a life that includes both joy and fear, happiness and heartbreak, um, life to its fullest, because I think that's uh, God promises nothing less. Prayer for Joy in God's Creation From the Book of Common Prayer O Heavenly Father, who has filled the world with beauty, open our eyes to behold your gracious hand in all your works, that, rejoicing in your whole creation, we may learn to serve you with gladness for the sake of him through whom all things were made, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.